People would say to me, you know, what are you going to do when you retire? And I'm like, well, I have this idea. I'm going to get high all day long and uh, work on a golf course. <laughs> right. That's pretty, pretty much what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please do share, like, and subscribe. You can find us at sparkleuppod.com. And if you're really enjoying the show, you can go to our Patreon to show your support. There's a link on our site, and we have many levels to choose from. Thanks again. Now here's the show. Welcome, fellow sparklers, to our Sparkle Shorts, a story from the many thousands we've had. Today, we are talking about Pinehurst shenanigans. I don't know, as far as like a Sparkle Short... What do you want to? What do you want to ruminate about? Well, I don't know. Uh, uh, Pete had mentioned something about uh, you know talking about Pinehurst a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know that that was really quite an interesting situation to walk into myself, <laughs> being you yeah. know forty years in the service industry, and these guys that I worked with in the cart shack, most of them were, you know, in fact, uh, I can tell you one of them was an ex prison guard. One was an electrician for 30 or 40 years. These wow. are all retired guys. Yeah. That are uh, doing these guys it. didn't have yeah. any service experience at all. Wow. So throwing them into a situation where they had to deal with customers mm-hmm. and, you know, they were really like fish out of water. <laughs> right. So it was, it, it was kind of in my best interest to... Uh, like, you know, they always send me in for certain yeah. things because they knew I was capable you, of dealing with people on a right. you know, regular you, basis. And let you take the lead a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of how the whole Rocco Mediate thing came up. Yeah. Because when we were told he was coming to the course that day, you know, everybody was kind of in a panic, you know. And, <laughs> and me, I'm used to dealing with guys like this, and this yeah. was no big deal to me. So right. it's just a they guy. said, you know, you go out there and deal with him. You know, and I was happy to. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the well, the, look the what strange thing with him was that he was kind of a, uh, I guess now knowing a little bit more about him, his uh, personality, it, it was he was showing his true personality when he was there. I mean, every other word was a swear word. He was he was storming around. He had a big chomp on a big cigar. Yeah, he's you know, himself. Uh, yeah. He wasn't on camera, you know. No, so he, he wasn't could... on camera, and he was pretty pissed off at the flight attendants and uh, the, <laughs> he air, just had the a airline bad day people. When he shows you know, up, <laughs> yeah, dealing with his bag and all that stuff. But uh, you know, that was it was pretty typical to be thrown into those situations whenever. You know, someone would come to the to the course that they weren't really prepared to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just be, again because they didn't have that that kind of service background. Yeah. You know, th- this was this was yeah. way out of their league, man. Yeah, they, I mean, maybe the head pro, but you know, otherwise, yeah. Yeah, and the head pro was uh, they were always really good at stuff like that, just simply because that was part of the of the gig. You know, they had to have a certain kind of personality. Well, to, and the other thing, yeah, I mean, if the word barn is in the title, in your job title, you're probably not necessarily going to be <laughs> the face guy. That's right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Keep them barn. guys in the barn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, at Pinehurst especially, the cart barn was always lit, uh underneath. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. So we were like in a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, down, like a cave. You know, in the, in the cave, yeah. Keep the trolls in the cave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lest they see the light of day. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Those were some good times, though, man. I'll never forget when you two guys showed up. Oh, man. Man. God, I that mean, was... I definitely want to, since we're going there and we're kind of just skirting it around it, uh, I definitely want to talk about um, 17 shoeless holes of golf. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> going into some completely uh, extemporaneous uh, karaoke. Very impromptu. Did very oh, impromptu. Yes. Much better word. Impromptu. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you know what's strange? There, there are no pictures of that. No record that that night. ever happened. No, that's all oh, me and well, memory. I don't believe we ever evening, pulled no. out. No. But I, today I was looking for a picture of something. I don't remember what it was for. But uh, I ran across some of those photos. Oh man! Of the you know of all three of our feet, you know yep. our bare feet on oh, the yeah. golf course. You got to share yeah. some of those ones. Yeah, I've got oh, that one. Oh man, those were so. It was just such a fun time, and, and the weather was absolutely perfect, mm-hmm. and we just yucked it up the whole weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was the day that we did shoeless. Did we even get past? Did we get through the first hole, or were we like drive shoes off? It was drive shoes off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think we played the first uh, first hole, and we started talking about it. And by the time the first hole was over, the shoes were off, the shoes and, were and they off. were yeah. off for the next seventeen holes. Yeah, that was. Put fucking. your shoes on. <laughs> yeah, like nah, right. nope. no, no, there was no one around. That was what was even more like impressive to me was how we had we weren't pressed it felt like we had the course to ourselves yeah like literally those are some special well, moments you, when that happens you know that's there. kind of the beauty of pinehurst too is that um they kind of set it up that way uh being as popular as it is and as as busy as it is it never feels like yeah you're think- really being pushed or you have a, a ton of people around you all the time it's uh it's a very calm calming environment yeah i mean because oh, yeah. you would you would think, because there's definitely other courses that, you know, you could jam them up every seven to nine, ten minutes or whatever you want. But, you know, if you technically make a little bit less money, but then you just charge more for the round so it evens out and space it out 15 to 20 minutes, you give right. everybody a much better experience. Absolutely. I mean, that, and that was talked about quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Um, because as uh, when I would do rangering, which I really loved doing because that was, you remember the old guy that uh, teed us off the first yeah. on, on uh, course number eight? Absolutely, yeah. yes. <laughs> oh, man. The, my first day at that course, he took me for a ride around the, the course to kind of show me around. And um, we got in the golf cart. He said, get in the golf cart. I'm going to take you around and show you, show you the ropes. And we didn't get 20 feet away, and he pulls out a cigar. Right. Oh, and he yeah. lights up and he says, oh, by the way, you're not supposed to smoke while you're working. You're not going to tell anybody, are you? <laughs> yeah, be fucking cool. <laughs> and I said, of course are you, not. Are you you're not going to cool? narc. You're not going to narc, no. are you cool? <laughs> basically, he was, teaching me, he was teaching me the ropes on, on what we could and could not get away with. Yeah, right. And uh, man, rangering was so much fun because you'd get to work and... You know, the only thing you had to do was make sure that the the groups were uh, were timed properly. Yeah. And if you saw something happening, if you saw a group that was playing way too fast or pushing the group behind them, uh, they would definitely, you know, I'd call it in. And I'd right. say, look, I'm going to approach these people. 
you know, I, and, and they had so much organization that they would let me know what the names were of the people in the group, who was in charge. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I was armed with all that information before I would even approach a group. So I'd, I'd drive up and say, you know, uh, uh, hypothetically, you know, Mr. Jacob? Mm-hmm. And he'd say, yeah, like, how did you know my name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but right. they, were, uh, they were arming me with this information so I could be pleasant with them, I could be cordial, mm-hmm. I could try to explain to them that, you know, they're moving a little too quickly or they're moving too slowly, mm-hmm. you know, and it was really, you know, a, a great way to meet people on the golf course and kind of keep things rolling. And also, from my perspective, man, like I said, to drive around in a golf cart all day, you know, these are things that I dreamed about when I was waiting tables. Right. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. People would say to me, you know, what are you going to do when you retire? And I'm like, well... I had this idea. I'm going to get high all day long and uh, work on a golf course. <laughs> right. That's pretty, pretty much what happened. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Amaro Montenegro, our soon-to-be sponsor and favorite cordial sip for any occasion. Beyond every team, there is a story. A good team isn't made overnight. A connection like this is rare, but when you find it, there's nothing like it. Open up and settle in. Hashtag... Hashtag Friendship calling. <laughs> That's how that went down. Yeah, no yeah. shit, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but yeah, it's going through 17 holes with no shoes. I mean, oh, there's just something to it. Like you said, the well, weather was perfect. Yeah, exactly. We couldn't have asked for better weather. It was like yeah. 76 and like partly cloudy. Not a, not enough wind to, yeah, I mean, affect no, our game just positively perfect. anyway. <laughs> and because I worked there, you know, I, I also knew the ropes uh, from from the other side of it. So we got away with a lot of stuff. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, the 12 Heinekens to start with. Oh, buddy. I mean, just it was in just the cart. such a... I love that. Yeah, ready well, to go, be, brought from outside, not purchased. Brought from outside, you yep. know, that, that that's a service industry's way of doing things. That's right. You know? <laughs> like my we golf know, bag is heavy the ins as shit. <laughs> Well, we used to think of it like, uh, because all of our lives, we used to get street prices. You sure. know, that, that was a common thing in, uh, in the waiting game. And you'd get off your shift and you'd go down the street to the next bar or the next club. And they knew where you worked, so you'd get a special price. Or you'd, get, you'd buy one, get one, buy one, get one. Yeah. That's kind of how it would work. And these guys would come to Pinehurst, you know, and... They didn't have a clue, you know, so the first thing they would do, they'd hit the bar up in the clubhouse and they'd, they'd order six beers on ice to go out on the golf course with them. And the tab was incredible. Yeah, 50 you know, bucks. For six Budweiser's, it was like 40 bucks. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. So I, I was like, no, I, I think we know another way around that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can figure yeah, this you know. out. So, I yeah, just love we, that you we fucking have, had him on ice already, ready to oh, get in the yeah. cart. <laughs> that yeah, was, I knew that. I, I, I picked the carts too. Yeah, yeah. Pick the cart. Correct I knew the carts. fastest carts. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Oh, that was a. That was such a great time. Man. Oh my god. Well, and then you know to lead into going into the nightlife of downtown Pinehurst, which is. Quaint, uh, to say the least. Quaint, but, that's you know, well put. But uh, <laughs> it's very Stepford Wivey. But oh, it, oh, yeah. was, it was a little kind of creepy at mm-hmm. points. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of just won't ever change with the times. It just is what it is, and that's fine. I mean, but I think we kind of 
showed Pinehurst a thing or two that evening. We did. We did. Oh, indeed. I think we did. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure we weren't the first, but um, that was the one thing I did notice after living there for uh, 18 months was that after the first few months, there wasn't a whole lot more that was going to happen. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, for, for a weekend with my buddies there, oh, we just tore the place up. Yeah. yeah. That was. You know, it was awesome. What was the name of the little Irish bar there that we oh, were, it was wow. like downstairs, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a little like basement bar. Yeah. Yeah, I like can't remember in, the turn name. Left, to be go downstairs. With you. Well, whatever, that's irrelevant. Well, they had an upstairs and a downstairs, and the downstairs was kind of we're, a with the downstairs like a, people. A, yeah, we're more downstairs people. Oh, we definitely <laughs> are. Yeah. We're downstairs right now. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> basement studio. What's that's up? Right. Cool. <laughs> Sparkle Studios. So, yeah, as soon as we stepped into that place, it was ours. And I don't know how, other than the fact that they were doing karaoke, I don't know how the song choice came about that we picked that then eventually... That was Pete. Was that, was that me? Was that a that me thing? That was Pete, yeah. Man. I think he had a list of like six or seven in his head. By the time we came up with one, he already had four or five or six that... Uh, <laughs> I already turned in. Right. Like, I already saw fucking going. <laughs> That sounds like me after a day of golf plus mm-hmm. a handful of alcoholic beverages. Yep. yep. I just sometimes did. We did have our shoes on at this point. Yeah, they were back on. Right. We, we had cleaned up. Begrudgingly put them back on, yes. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that was another thing is after a day on the golf course, a quick shower, a little bit of a morrow and uh, mm-hmm. Montenegro and Naro, by the way. Yes. And, um, and we would sparkle cordial. up and go out. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag friendship calling. Friendship that's calling. <laughs> yeah, that's Amaro Montenegro's hashtag. So we're we're pushing friendship calling. Yeah. Oh, Friend, great. Friendship calling. Well, this is what this is. This is a friendship calling. Absolutely. Literally, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy fucking picks Istanbul, not Constantinople. Istanbul. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know that was my choice. Honestly, I didn't either. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how much fun we were having, though. But um, what was great was. Two things that I could think of. One, that we immediately went into like lead and backing vocals. Mm-hmm. I believe Frank was lead. Frank did take lead on that. Mm-hmm. And then it also led to the invention of the hot quiets. It did. Oh, it holy sort shit! Of did yeah. Which it we can lead into it. Well, that could be a whole nother sparkle short that we can get to. However, oh I God. I just remember why it was me that picked. They had a book because yeah. it wasn't a pick whatever song you want. Oh, they actually yeah, had a fucking right. old school book mm-hmm. that you had to pick from. That was the only ones they had. Right, right, right. And I yeah. just started digging through, and yeah, that that yeah, you're they right. had a, That's how a book of options. You couldn't just Google karaoke version of X song. It was these are what we have. Yeah, pick from this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. I forgot. I do that remember part. that. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. And so I just, while we were sitting there shooting the shit, I was just looking up song after song, trying to find something. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, they might be giants, you say. <laughs> <laughs> they might be. <laughs> so. Oh, that was great. You know, a lot of that stuff is uh, it's in my memory, but it doesn't get unlocked until we start talking about it. I know. It. Right. It's one of those things. Be- because of the weekend was so jam-packed full of stuff to do. Everything that, was memorable. You know, and we just spent so much time yucking it up that you can't possibly recall all of that until somebody brings up a little thing yeah I mean I remember all of a sudden it's like the the memories come flooding back well I got another one from that moment too is we did get so we put our shoes back on we went down to ABC 
Got a bottle of Amaro Montenegro, hashtag friendship calling. Mm -hmm. Went back, dusted off. You came over. We poured some Amaro uh, with the hotel glasses, walked down onto the veranda, guy playing guitar, and then you go, hey, do you know any John Prine? And he looks over at you and goes, man, I love John Prine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, that's another one of those things where you just know you're in with the guy that's working. Yeah. Right. You know, it's that immediate connectivity that breaks through that wall of, these are just people and I'm playing guitar and I just play what I want and I'll play the request. I may not like it. Then you make a request like that and it, the guy turns on a dime. Oh, I think he played uh, either two or three. Yeah. You know? Well, he would have sat there and had some Amaro Montenegro with us. (laughs) (laughs) You know he would have if he wasn't working, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please do like, share, and subscribe. You can find us at sparkleuppod.com with links to everything sparkly. If you want to become a member sparkler, go to our Patreon and find a level that fits you. Every bit counts. Thank you again. As always, sparkle up. Sparkle up.